Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Morning, running commentary. Good morning, listeners. We are about to uh, head north from my house, past his house, round through the woods and back again. Heading north. I I want to run a long way today, but I'm accompanying immediately hurts. But anyway, I'm accompanying Rob on the first part of his. 20 miler. We're going to do about 10 or 11 together. Yeah. And then I'll go home and have a bath. And you just said that you <laughs> want to start slow because, well, I'll tell you in a minute. Well, Wait, why? my legs are really hurting yep. from the stag day, the five-a-side football. Oh, I mean, it was, it was on Saturday, but we played five-a-side football for two hours. Yeah. And I'm, I've just, my legs have been hurting. No, since they're getting better, they warm up. Yeah. But my goodness, it's hard. I forgot how hard it was. We've gone the wrong way. We've gone Go the wrong way. We've immediately gone the wrong way. <laughs> so, yeah, well, tell us, the, the, this was, if you didn't hear last week, this is uh, the stag do that, um, yeah. what was it, the weekend? Well, yeah, it's my mate's stag do, late 40s, lovely fellow. We've known each other for years and years. And we always used to play football on a Saturday morning in London Fields together, like four or five of us. Yeah. And just take on anyone who was down there, you know. <laughs> Either in football or in a fight. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was good fun. It was really good fun. And so, so we had a, a dads versus sons game. Yeah. And it was just fantastic fun. Yeah. All the kids playing. Some teenagers. George played. And now some, like, nine-year-olds and stuff. Yeah, great. And it was competitive, but just right. Yeah, yeah. And they won by one goal, the kids. So it was perfect. It was yeah. a perfect couple of hours. But all the sprints that you do when you're playing football and the twists and the turns. I was going to say, I think you'd be quite into I think you'd get back into football if it wasn't absolutely, well, A, just physically challenging in and of itself, and B, just doesn't square with running, really, at all. It doesn't, it doesn't square with running at all. I would yeah. definitely get back into football, but... It made me realise how incompatible they are, because I've been really stiff since. Yeah. It's because you're basically talking two hours football. It's like 330 metre sprints. Yeah. Really quick. (laughs) Sounds fun. Yeah, uh, uh, but it was great. It was really good fun. 
And then the stag night. We went to see Mick Artistic. Yeah, how was that? How was that? Come on. He was brilliant. Yeah. He was really good fun. He's this northern comedy sort of folk singer guy from Leeds. Yeah. Just really good fun. I mean, we ended up with our tops off. Yep. Me and a couple of mates. No one else had their tops off. Right. So it was that. How that did that's happen? how it ended up. <laughs> I mean, we ended up with you've missed a key beat there. What? Well, well, we weren't, to be fair, we weren't even that drunk at that point. We were drunk, but we weren't that drunk. We weren't that drunk. It was just a sort of atmosphere of... Of nudity. No, just sort of <laughs> celebration. And he was really northern, Mick Artistic. Yeah. And we were northern. Yeah. So it all just got a bit northern and tribal. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you got three blokes in the late 40s with a top off. In a gig, very quite a small gig. There's only about 35 people in the room. Yeah, I feel, I'm feeling for the venue <laughs> stuff, I've got to tell you. <laughs> so no one, no one in that room was very far from your nipples. <laughs> it was good fun. But then, then of course, you've got, you, you reach a point where it's like, right, I've taken my top off. At some point, I'm going to have to put it back on again. Yeah. It's all in the timing. Now, when I take my clothes off in my set, which has happened... Yes. Um, the rule is, the kind of clown rule is, you can't put them back on again. Right. You've got to keep <laughs> so them off. So whatever else happens after that... Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But uh, lucky, lucky. Yeah, well, I'm Lucky, honest. lucky people around us. But it kind of... Sorry. And then the stag night starts slightly... <laughs> slightly petered out because some people went to a party well, Peter went out who else went out <laughs> some people went to a party in Stoke Newton and they didn't want us to go with them oh probably because of the top off thing yeah right it was a bit of a stoky sort of but high you weren't even that party. drunk no we weren't I don't know we couldn't, couldn't understand it <laughs> well you don't want us to come I know we don't, don't want us to come I know we don't know but we'll just blend in <laughs> <laughs> she'll hardly notice we're there and then um, and then we went to go to a karaoke bar. Yeah. But it turned out it was just a bar that a mate had got us entering to, which they could turn into a karaoke bar and that no one else was bothered. So we just played pool. And on the way back, my mate was sick out of the window. Right, old school. So it's like, it was a proper night out, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame it didn't really end up fun. karaoke, though. Yeah, you it is. Yeah. This Mick Artistic is interesting. Cause he's, he's, he's very funny, actually. Yeah, um, it just sounds like he... He's someone who does a similar thing to us, but in a completely different world. You yeah, know? he does. He's a, he's a festival act. Yeah. He had about, as I say, about 35, 40 people in a very small basement room in North London. Yeah. But real fans. Yeah. They yeah. knew every song. Yeah. He was selling, like, he had a raffle where he, he ended up giving away a teapot that he made himself. Yeah. It was kind of northern kitsch, but really... It was good. Yeah. Should we run b- just by in the, the park, park yeah. just to get some softness on our legs? We're going to go into the park just for a quarter of a mile because we're doing the uh, shortcut through to Finsey Park and Vince to the Parkland Walk. We always, uh, with the family, whenever we see these um, recycling bins, yeah, they've always been, since the kids are very small, robot cows. They always look like what, mate? Robot cows. Right. <laughs> so whenever we see them, we always kind of go, moo, yeah. moo, moo, <laughs> moo. <laughs> Mowing in the park, which is fun. So you've been doing loads and loads of running? Really, absolutely. Oh, I just plucked on my water. I hope that's okay. Just, um, here we are in the park. Hey. Um, actually, in the park in September, just a little thing to throw in before I give you my whole yeah. exciting story. It's in Finsley Park. 
yesterday running. Right. You know, I am, I do. Yeah. And there was a guy skateboarding. He had his top off. Wow. And this was, that was mid-morning. Yeah. And the weather was like it is now. You know, probably, what, 14 degrees and grey? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not... It's just not appropriate, is it? No, it's not, it's not appropriate. <laughs> but if you're in a gig... Then it's what you'd expect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, take yeah. It. If you're in front of an audience <laughs> yeah. in a theatre, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then yeah. you strip down to your pants. Yeah. yeah. For, for comedy Just power for the Powerful, of course, yeah. yeah. Particularly if you're wearing Batman pants. Yeah, yeah. God, I've missed those pants. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... What's happened to the Batman pants? Oh, they wore out. Did they? Yeah, couldn't get them. Couldn't replace them. <laughs> Going sideways, couldn't adjust. They were good, you know. They were grey with a black edging. Right. <laughs> snug, a snug trunk, which is what I favour. Yeah. And um, uh, they had, like, the Batman symbol on the front. Right. Just little on one hip. Yeah. And then on the back, right across the back, on the kind of wing shape, it said, Batman! All right. <laughs> Great. Really best pants I've ever had. <laughs> best pants I've ever had. <laughs> Need to spend a moment thinking they about them. They were the best pants. <laughs> I'll never see their like again. They were the best pants I've ever had. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, going back a couple of weeks now, as you know, I think the key thing with my training has been getting the fear. Right, yes. Worrying I'm going to be rubbish, wanting to get the miles up. Yeah. And the absolute clinchers basically running every day. Right. So I went to Liverpool and did... Five miles a day, five miles a day, 15 miles. Going to make a huge difference. I've been yeah. doing that kind of thing ever since, really. Right. Went out for that 20 that stopped at 18 the other day. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then this week, I went up to Sheffield. Another. I started to push the five miles. tends to be more of a 10K. Yeah, So I'm doing six nice. or so. Yeah, yeah. Still most days. Yeah. Unless I've kind of got a big one, I sometimes take a day off or before or after. Right. And um, I had a really good one on Saturday, really crucial training one, which I think I'll remember for this marathon. Yeah. I was in Sheffield. In fact, I was just outside Sheffield in a village called uh, Haley. Right. And I ran to the park run. Like it. Ran into Sheffield down the main road, basically. Right. Which is... Uh, you know, hilly like a waveform. Yeah. Big, long hills, three of them. Sheffield, up, up the and down, and up hills, and down, up yeah. and down. And then to Hillsborough Park, right behind the stadium there, which is a really... That was a great park, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, flat, flat, I mean, what's the course like? Uh, it goes around the park. Yeah. Because uh, it's like a run around the park. Oh, the park run. They meet at the park and then they yeah. run. Yeah. It goes around the edge of the park there. How much is it to enter? What, about 30, 40 quid? It's weekly, free time. What? <laughs> Nonsense. Rubbish. <laughs> but I threw a fiver at the <laughs> organiser as I left. Yeah. He'll appreciate that. I didn't. I wouldn't. It's got hills in it. Right. The whole day was very hilly. So this really long cruising six in. I was yeah. very pleased with myself. But, you know, I did my gig and watched a film. I'd only been asleep for about four and a half hours. Wow. And then uh, got up before seven. Got out before eight. Yeah. And then when I, about 20 minutes in, it started really raining. Yeah. It was really cold. Plodding over these hills in the rain. But it stopped, which was good. 
and the park is a nice park, good scene. Yeah, how many, the, uh, how many people can we, uh, are we thinking of? I d- honestly don't know, but right. a couple of hundred, you know. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, a healthy popular. turnout. And it's a very, you know, you head off down the kind of boulevard, then turn right, there's a circus in the park, you went past that. You go up past the pond and the library. But that bit, the back straight, is a hill. It's a double hill, in fact. Nice. You go up a hill, and you go around the corner, and you go up a bit more of a hill. And then you drop down, and you're at the start. So the drop down's really good because of the pace it gives you when you get into the line, you know? Yeah. And it's a three-lapper. Now... Three-lapper. As discussed... It's quite nice, a three-lapper. I agree. I think for me, personally, I'd almost rather be... Have, like, a crazy one-lap. Yes. I wanted to keep me on my toes. Yeah. But in another level, I think a three-lap park run is kind of optimum. It is as it should be. You know where you are with it, yeah, don't you? Yeah, particularly as a park run tourist, because it gives you such a sense of it, you know? Yeah. You have one to get the idea. Yeah. One to kind of really experience it. And you know and where the finish is. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. And then you do the one you think, oh, I've got to finish it. You know what I mean? It's all very... I had a good time uh, with the people around me. There were four of us. Yeah. Fell in together. Nice. Oh, this is the other thing. I do have to be careful. I'm a bit too polite at the start. Always too far. When I go to a new one, I'm always too far back. Oh, don't do that, mate. It takes me ages to get no, 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 no. past everyone. Well, you've got to get at the front. They're only right at the front, but I think I need to be able to see the start. About two or three rows back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't do that. Right. But then in a way, it kind of let me off, because I thought whatever time I get... Is off and it's bike. nice because you're overtaking. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. And, uh, ah, oh, the running to the park run, it works so well. So how far did you run to the park You just assume that was a good six. Yeah. And uh, you just assume you're going to be tired, and it's not like that at all. I need you know, to do this off, I've never done this. You're yeah. totally warmed up. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. The park run finds its own pace, so it doesn't feel like you're pushing it. Yeah. You're just running at park run pace, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. It just comes to you. And then... The idea of the finish line, like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. It's just ridiculous. It's like, yeah. no, I'm just running. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired, but that's it's okay. Re- it's really good training. It yeah. really works. So, yeah, it was me, and there was uh, this tall bloke on his own, and there was these other two. I think they were together. I think they were a couple. Yeah. And uh, once the pace settled down, I was very much tied in with these guys, and I felt sorry for the uh, woman, because... Her pace was almost exactly the same as mine. Right. But she was a radically different size to me. Right. So when we got to the hill, she'd overtake. Yeah. And get ahead of me. And then when you go down. When we went down, I'd overtake to get ahead of her. <laughs> and then for the whole rest of it, I'd be within like three feet of her. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And uh, her partner was like that with him at first. Next one. Right. But um, he, he, did, he paced it nicely because he disappeared. And I thought, oh, we've got ahead of him. And then he overtook me by the end and then, you know, came in. And then the other guy, the tall guy, he stayed separate from that. It was like doing the same thing, but a bit longer. But do you know what he was doing? What? Cutting what? corners. Oh. Goes on everywhere, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, not a huge cut. E- even in corner. Sheffield, yeah. So I think he got his 4.95 PB, but if he did 5K, I'll give you a pound. It's, I mean, just, a b- it's just a bit annoying, it's isn't it? It's annoying. sort of... It's not massively cheating, but it's not the spirit of it, is it's it? Not what you're... Ooh, that was it's not what you'd. It's not what you sign up for, is it? No, and it's really it's so minor. You'd, yeah. you'd come off as such a snark for calling it, but it's not right. But if it, and it feels a bit dispiriting. Yeah, it is. Because you're you're running together. 
So a certain extent, you're racing together. You're racing together and against. Yeah. And someone else isn't running as far as you. It just does your head in a bit. In terms it? of us all being at the same pace, he finished beautifully. Yeah. He disappeared at the finish line. Right. You know, he left me for dust. I'm thinking, I'd respect that. I want to come up and shake your hand, except... You're cheap, I'm not doing it because you And I feel solid. I yeah. feel dirty. Yeah. So that was a shame. But a really good, really good park, a really good scene. Oh, <laughs> and he, someone, and he said, any first time, as I put my hand up and said, yeah. yes. And then I realised, I think it's about getting off my 30th park run. <laughs> yeah. So pay attention, dearie. Yeah. Maybe slightly more tired than I thought. So then I headed back over the hills. Yeah. I stopped off in Asda to go to the loo and buy myself an orange juice. I thought orange juice would be quite a good energy refresher on a long yeah. run. Yeah. Does taste a little bit like sick though, doesn't it, orange juice? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a bit tart, isn't it's it? A bit acidic. <laughs> so we're going into Finsley Park. Ooh. Race for life here in a couple of weeks. 29th and 30th, it says. So, but my um, sat nav lost me while I was in Asda. Right. Zoomed around, adding two and a half miles to my. Uh, oh no. To my. Uh, no, but good. Sat nav is wrong, isn't it? GPS, yeah. I should say. So I went up over the hills. Felt great, you know. I felt cut tired, and then a classic. You know, I'm feeling a bit tired now. So I know you're on a climb. Felt great the other side, you know. It was downhill to where I was staying, so the finish was great. <laughs> my silly, uh, yeah, GPS thing said. I looked at it and said, I don't know how far you've probably gone. Right. 18.07. It's like, no, no. I did 18.07 the other day. You're making this up. It was so. It was 15 something. Yeah. Two sixes that's and a three a, and change. That's a, that's a serious Saturday, though, isn't it? It felt great. It's a proper you know? run. And if you're going for a long run today as well, that's a serious week you're having. There. Yeah. Well, the, the only thing was, I just felt really pleased with myself. Did all my exercises. Said to myself, you can sit about all day eating, watching films now. Yeah. Had a shower. And then. Just getting out of the shower, I thought to myself, so if this was actually a marathon, you'd just basically run back to Sheffield and run the park run again. Yeah. <laughs> you can't think like that. <laughs> it's so absurd, isn't it? You can't think yeah. rationally about it. It was awful. Yeah. It oh, is so a still warming be enough. That would only take me to 24, 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I went for a little run, took a day off on Sunday after that. Yeah. Ran... Six and a half on Monday, five and a half yesterday. Yeah. And then I take it easy, go and try and get a proper 20 in today. Last chance because we're yeah, and then you, about a month out and I'm off to Dubai. And then you go to Dubai. And, uh, and but then get... yesterday I also had to uh, cycle about 20 miles. That's an opportunity. That's a bit of cross training, isn't it? <laughs> I'm glad you see it that way. Yeah. It was not welcome to me. I basically had to, not to get too, but I had to go up to my uh, dad's nursing home, which is in the country. Yeah. So I'd cycled to the Oxford Tube, which you can put your bike on, and then cycled across country up there, having done that run. And I also sweated so much that really I think the whole day counts as a triathlon. You'll be fit as a dog, though, at the moment. Yeah. You'll be really fit. This is, it's really hard. And today... It's going to be really hard, this 20. Yeah. But it's just that getting through that slog of it before yeah. you start the taper. Now I can definitely just feel earning it. You know, the your taper, is, you know. If you put it up, if you start giving it, you get it back straight away. You know? Yeah. It's only been a couple of weeks. 
since I started training this hard, and you know, I'm, 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 I've got physical changes, you know, yeah. I've lost weight, I've got muscles, yeah. I'm planking for longer, yeah. I've added 30 seconds to my plank, I'm doing my full exercises three times yeah. a week without fail. It makes me want to make sure I save some of this, and we always say it, but got to save some of this for after the marathon, you know. Well, let's just do it there. Get, get the marathon under your belt, see what happens. Yeah. You're living in a full metal jacket reality at the moment. Yeah. This is my uniform. <laughs> These are my trainers. These are my shorts. Blank. I'm taking my top off. Yeah, I'm taking my top off. I'm showing my nipples scenario. to yeah. I don't much like cycling, though. Cycling's tough on your legs in a different yeah. way, isn't it? And your bum. You yeah. Know? Just haven't got the butt meat for it. Get my knuckle up. Knuckle yeah. butt. On that bike seat, you know. Oops. So we're turning on to the parkland way now. Did you, did you, were you going to push that woman over? She yeah. got pretty close there. Yeah. Get out of the way, little bang. Sorry. Oh, man, man coming through. <laughs> man running. Here we are in the parkland walk. Use it or lose it. It's been nice. So, yeah, I really felt this week that um, the training started to take. And also after our last uh, podcast, people getting in touch after me talking all about it last time. A couple of people getting in touch and saying, sounds good. Doing all right, you know, so, which is really appreciated. It is nice, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I, I will, whatever, however much my legs hurt, I've got time for them to recover. Yeah. I will get this mileage in today. Because and you got to, you got to do this tonight. Tonight, yeah. Right. And then you run the night flight. Yeah. To dupes. It's the DVT special. <laughs> yeah. Rob's cramping on the night flight. To dupes. Yeah. I'm cramping. I'm cramping. <laughs> Are you not allowed to drink now on the way to Dubai? There's some, some weird thing happening, isn't it, where they're advising people. <laughs> Oh is, that, oh, is that going into United Arab Emirates? Uh, probably. There's something about that. Yeah. Pretty strict, that kind of thing. Yeah. A lot of drinking in Sheffield. Was telling me about a really nice takeaway. Yeah. He offered a, he was like the best curry around for, 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 for Mars. And they opened up the shop next door, put just a few tables in so people could sit in, you know. Right. And they went in and chatted to them because they're like friends. I said, so, no bars. No, no, we're not having a bar. So is it going to be, bring your own bottles? No, no, no drinking. Yeah, no one's gonna it's not going to do very well, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> not a lot of kids go out to study in Sheffield. Yeah. It's a nice city, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. A great place to be. What were the gigs like? Were they good fun? Yeah, the, it was a shame. Well, the, fir- the first one... Is in the little, it's in the back part of the Lescar. Yeah. Famous old club, it's been yeah, there for 30 I remember years. That, yeah. And I haven't been for a while, I had really vivid memories of being there 15 years ago. And it was really nice, but it was very uh, poorly attended generally. It right. does better than that, you know, you don't need that many people for it to be rammed. But because it's like the end of the summer, but the students aren't back and stuff. It's only about half full, which is really yeah, that's a bit tough. Just a couple of dozen people. But having said that, it's great. It's great fun. Yeah, thank and you. a really nice warm up as well because you know it's always like these days. 
we used to always work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, weekends. It yeah. doesn't happen as often. No. And, and it's good to get used to that sort of northern vibe, which is a bit friendlier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Interactive. And I enjoyed the... Uh, did one in, uh, I did two gigs on the Friday. Did one in Peniston, or Penis Town. Of course. As I hilariously referred to it. <laughs> Good opener. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, there's comedy there. I'm not going to leave yeah. that alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then into... Uh, Last laugh at the Memorial Hall, which is yeah. good. It's better on the Saturday because it's Toby Foster's gig, so you kind of need him. Yeah, you can feel it. You know, to going up another notch when he was in. It's when got he his name on the yeah. backstage sign and stuff. He's a local character, DJ and everything. So fine on Friday and good on the Saturday. It's a big echoey room though. Yeah, which is not as much fun as it's that fundamental thing with comedy, isn't it? You want a uh, you want the space to uh, just about accommodate the people and, and not much more. Yeah, then all the energy just bounces back to the stage. I had a gig in a, in a museum in, near, T- uh, near Tamworth, Telford area. Yeah. Is, Tamworth, is Tamworth close to Telford? Yeah, sort they're, of. they're both satellites of Birmingham. Tamworth is north northeast. Yeah, he was in this west. He was in this iron museum. Yeah. He was beautiful and really and really well paid. And really nice gig. That was the only gig I had last week. Yeah. So that was lovely. In a museum. Yeah, and actually it's sort of in in a room off the museum, but it was Yeah. But it was fun. So you did you do any ironing jokes? Oh did all, all my ironing stuff, yeah. all my bronze age stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, they loved it. If I took my guitar, I'd play some metal. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And George is going back to university this week. He saw me last night. Back. Yes, he saw you at the cutting edge. I haven't had the, haven't had the critique, but I'm sure, I think he enjoyed it. He wanted to chat to me about it. 
It's well, nice to it. get his critique of shows because he's a completely new generation watching yeah, yeah. these people going through. It's nice to get his critique as long as it's nice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, see if we can speak freely about comedy for a moment. I think we can. I've not I think you're friends. There's something that happens every year on Facebook at this time of year. And that's people getting all excited about recording their sets for Live at the Apollo. Right. And uh, I have not enjoyed that. It's you haven't done Live at the Apollo, have you? Well, I only... Well, I hosted three. So you have? In the, no, I haven't, no. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, no, I absolutely haven't done that. But everyone thinks I have because I did the McIntyre Roadshow. Yeah. So it just blends into one. Yeah, yeah, that is the and same. And who am I to disavow them of that notion? No, no, that's true. But also, it is the same, you know, from Norwich's sort of, point of view. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's not much in it. But for people who don't know live at the Apollo, so the show on BBC that stand-ups sort of want to do, isn't it? It's yeah, one of those. Yeah, I mean, it isn't. It is it's it not as powerful as it used to be. It's a big deal on BBC One, and now it's yeah. just a nice thing to do on BBC Two. But equally, you know, the Apollo is a lovely gig. Yeah. And I don't know. It's a payday. Yeah. It's a day in the sun. It's I what we work for. So it's a bit. Oh, it's a miserable day yesterday going up to the nursing home and everything but just and one doesn't you know go for it mate sorry bro. you don't want to got a bit of a you know there's no point in professional jealousy particularly in comedy where we're all a little family and everything but why can't we be on it <laughs> I can't bear it I can't want to at least ask I would be good it's uh I don't want it to bother me but yesterday it really got oh someone's smoking a bit of yeah not that guy wow he'd be able to make that kind of face Landed in Amsterdam. I think someone's run over a <laughs> <Someone, laughs> A heavy aroma of Did you weed that? permeates Parkland's way. It must be Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I must say I don't. Oh, I know what you're saying, but I don't really. I've let all that go. Yeah. I've let those shows go. As, as they've let me go. Yes. It's been a mutual parting. See, I thought that, and I want to feel that way. And it's nice for me to have you, because I'm projecting, basically. But you should be on there. You know, a smashing gig. People would watch the telly and go, that was hilarious. Yeah. Why is it more complicated than that, you know? Beyond that, it's all politics and TV and da-da-da. You yeah, and I could uh, go on there. They'd pay us money. We'd do a good show. The people in the room would enjoy it. Yeah. The people at home would enjoy it. Job done. I know. It's, uh, and yet it's not it doesn't it's work not like just that. like it's not even not quiet it's like oh god no no not you no. guys no Ooh. no room at the inn yeah. we've got a cash in our cash in our male privilege yeah that's it well it's true oh there was a, it was a, it's all gone all those years when we were doing it and mopping it up anyway yeah he said yeah. we appreciate it yeah. but then you know conversely there have been a lot of there's loads of women recording for this series and in a way that hurts less because you can let yourself off so yeah. well done them lots of women well yeah, done yeah. and then another one went on and some bloke and I was like I'm better than him <laughs> <laughs> so you know but then of course for the women who don't get on at the moment, when there's loads of other women getting on, it makes it worse for them. Yeah, yeah. Because then at least they could blame misogyny. And in terms and of the <laughs> you know, at least you did your road show. I, I could yeah. do it on it. Yeah. Back when my penis was seen as a ticket to the door. <laughs> but I was only, 
I only got on the road show because I was in the car with Michael McIntyre and I was chatting to the producer and someone had pulled out. But that's how it and goes, I literally said, I'm available for Birmingham. <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> Timings. <laughs> yeah, time, just luck, isn't it? Yeah. Elements of luck, connections. Yeah. And also, you know, it is more complicated than that. You kind of think, I am funny. You need someone funny. Yeah. Let's uh, shake hands and get busy. It's much more elaborate than that. Yeah. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. No, it's fair I enough. I wanted to tell Facebook yesterday, but I really didn't want to. It was one, one of I didn't want to um, not support you, you, all that. You, you don't want to rain on someone's parade. I don't want anyone to come back yeah. and pity me either. Yeah. Pity me not. Talking about a pity party. <laughs> we should have one. Yeah. Can we chat about Serena at the US Open? Well, yeah. I'm sort of just chat about that. I don't really... I don't know what end of the spectrum you're coming at it. I'm coming at it as, it's quite complicated. Yeah. And it's good fun, and I like chatting about stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really into tennis. Yeah. So excuse me if I get a bit tennessy about it. I think she let things spiral out of control. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I, I, I think the first call on, on the, uh, hey, she's racing through. My goodness. Yeah, that's what good. What was that? She's was that a person? <laughs> she sprint, she leathered it through, didn't she? She leathered through. I think that uh, she's late for her performance. The first call in terms of coaching, yeah, was a bit dubious. Yes, and they don't often get called. Yeah, but having said that, apparently he's reacting to edicts passed down by the U.S. tennis authorities where they wanted to clamp down harder. Yeah, but irrespective, yeah, it's a slightly odd call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it got in her head. And she just spiralled. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you smash a racket. That is a code violation. Yeah, yeah. They can't and then not. you call the umpire a thief. Yeah, yeah. That's a code violation. But and, also, then, and then you lose a game. Yeah, but she makes a point of saying thief and not saying, you, you know, not, not giving full rent. No, but, but once you, apparently once you, once you call into uh, question their basic honesty, yeah. it's a code violation. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, I read a long article about it, which really spoke to me, which is... Uh, but you could sum it up as two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. Her question marks over the calls. She behaved badly, but she probably had a reason to it. But it's not necessarily bad behaviour. I mean, I think when it comes down to it, it's not so much complicated as a two-sided situation. And, uh, and that's, that's just what it is. But because it's the internet, but she, she has, has to be either totally in the right or totally in the but, wrong. But she, she has unravelled before. Yes. And to call it... To suggest that she did in the press conference that she's fighting for feminism, I just find it a bit risable. Yeah, I when, don't when, think when she's when she's, she's fighting for Serena Williams. Yeah, totally, and I get that. which we respect. Yeah, and I get that. But in previous years, she's threatened to shove a ball down a female line judge's throat. Yeah, that's not a feminist act. Yeah, yeah. But but it's more again, it's more complicated than that. If I can delve into it, because I'm fascinated by psychology. Yeah. And sports psychology. A big part of people who do well in life and in sport, they make stories around their lives that feed their competitive instincts. Yes. So Serena... use their anger. What's the phrase you use? You yeah, use positive anger. Rage. Positive rage. Yeah, positive rage. So with Serena, obviously, it's racism and sexism, which yeah. undoubtedly exists, has exists, continues to exist. And in tennis, you know, yeah. which is all posh people and white people. Yeah, and she's used that... To her advantage, and when she channels her anger, it's amazing. Yeah, it's unstoppable. Yeah. 
but it looked to me there like the story she told herself just started to spill out it's because like the pressure yeah, because she was losing the match yeah and she's done it before when she's losing the match yeah but it, and, and then suddenly she becomes the victim that's right when in fact the poor 20 year old girl who's just won her first major tournament against the odds and a very very hostile crowd yeah Gets totally overlooked. And also, she was really nice to her afterwards, which was great. It's a bit late, though, isn't it? shows that she knew she was at fault. It's a little bit late, then, yeah. And, and, and again, in terms but of... But equally, it definitely happens. I remember when she was uh, wearing uh, oh, yeah, the, her the, leggings the, at Wimbledon. Yeah. You know, I was just watching it, and I was embarrassed that the commentary is like, God, leave her alone, shut up yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know, there's, there are aspects of femininity and being black that you're striding into, you know? Yes, in yeah, a yeah. kind of old school. Yeah, totally. Rock, kind of BBC-ish way. Yeah, yeah, totally. So she's definitely living with that stuff. I, to- I totally get but it. But it doesn't make it all right. Like, yeah, but she's... Uh, well, the other thing, did you see the Australian cartoon? I saw the Australian cartoon, yeah. Which was racist. <laughs> yeah, it felt it felt a bit racist. It was racist. I mean, let's look at the technical technicalities of it. They gave her a big... Old school racist cartoon, big lip mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. If you were drawing a caricature of Serena Williams as a person, she hasn't got a particularly big mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. racist. Yeah, and they made the Japanese woman into a little white blonde woman. This is the one in Australia, isn't yeah. it? In the Herald, yeah. But luckily, yeah. what was brilliant is he said, No, I'm not. Which is a great defence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He must be the first person to, the first racist to say, I'm not a racist. Yeah. But the, the idea is that he said maybe cartoons are different in America. So yeah, I think they kind of are, but not in the but way you mean. But also, uh, people say oh that men don't get treated the same, and McEnroe was like that. Yeah. McEnroe was reviled for it. Yeah, yeah. He McEnroe got... was widely mocked, yeah. derided, penalised entire matches for it. Yeah. And you but don't have to look that far back. I mean, no. Nick Curious got a hard time the other day, and he's awful, and he gets a hard time for it as well. So, but it fascinates me that sort of. That thing about champions creating some narrative where they're victims. Yeah. Like, I've seen Federer in tears at press conferences yeah. and making the, the press really sympathetic to him after he's won the, won the tournament yeah, yeah, yeah. over some sort of how tough life is or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a thing that motivates champions, me against the world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And also, it's so funny because... Particularly, well, I think probably true in all high-level sport, but in the rarefied atmosphere of tennis, really the, the hardship they've got is all the training, playing yes. and traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond that, they're all right. They've got yeah, yeah. one thing, they've got more money than God. Yes, yeah. And two, they've got staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got staff, but it's a very individual sport, isn't it? It's very yeah, yeah. sort of it's a lonely business. moment to moment. No, that's what I find fascinating about it. I mean, I don't... You know, as you know, I don't really follow sport. I try and keep up with it, but uh, it's not really my thing. But when I, maybe because I never experienced any team sport, you know, growing up. Right. But I love, that's why tennis is great, you suppose. It's all about the individual. I love tennis, yeah. You know, there are as many ways of being a tennis player. There are tennis players. Their personalities are just Yes, yeah, yeah. And the way they the way they play reflects it. It's lovely. Yeah. I've seen Serena play. And the way she dominates the game on and off the court is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just her body language. She's, she's a very powerful personality. Yeah. And like you say, in a way, in the long game of her life, this, is, this situation is a byproduct of that, you know? Yeah. She's just a, a, a 
just a huge force on the court. Yeah, and if it goes off in the wrong direction, yeah. it's going to knock someone's umpire chair over. Yeah, she's... Uh, Good squirrel up ahead. Did you see that? I missed it. I always like seeing a squirrel because it's nice and they're sweet. And do you know what they are as well? What? Not dangerous rats. Pests. Not rats, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which makes a change. But it is funny, the furore, isn't it? The social media. Just scrap about it well, for a few days. Thing, whatever it might be, is that these things just get so, at best, binary. Yeah. And at worst, meaningless. Yes, yeah, yeah. People having arguments. Well, like, well, kind of I'm saying things to start arguments, which will then go on for days between people who ought to be talking about real things. Well, I, I, politics uh, and politics I chatted to, just said what, what I've said to you, really, to Jojo Smith, put a thing up. Yeah. Yes, well, a, fe- a female a comedian. And I, uh, I was just sort of, just trying to talk about it. On the internet? Yeah, on, on Facebook. Well, frankly, I think that was your first Yeah, it was stupid, thing. yeah. It's absolutely stupid. <laughs> and she ended up, like, just deleting the thread. Yeah. And it was just like, you end up chatting to people, or direct messaging, because you can't talk rationally on social media. Yeah. You end up sort of... Conside to the sidelines of In a little side rational jet. thought. Yeah, 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 <laughs> just yeah. Got like, yeah. It is a very, very febrile atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. And to, on all subjects, you know. Yeah. Because people only really comment when they're passionate. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. And no one ever changes their mind. I'm not really passionate about it. I just like sort of to speak about it in a rational way. Yeah. But the way you say that makes that sound like that would wind people up less. But I think it would wind them up more. Yeah, because you're mansplaining. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're starting from a yeah, but... Yeah, but... <laughs> people hate that. It's like a splinter, isn't it? I saw a... A cartoon. Was it a racist cartoon? On the, no, no but it, not a racist. It was a cartoon of... Decided. Of John McEnroe getting hung by the Wimbledon... Uh, Lawn Tennis Committee right. in 1993 right. on the cover of Punch magazine. Yeah. Just shows he didn't get away with it. No, no, that's you know? right. <laughs> but the thing about me and you is we, we're open, aren't we? We're open about this kind of thing. Me and you, Paul, we're open. We're open. We're, we, you're going to have to bend down. We're, it's a sign. I bet I can't get that photo yeah. to come out already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good as well. Sorry, one more. It's Angle Poise Lamp. That's really good. It's painted on the front door of the thing. I love that. Yeah, that's nice. Do you remember the giant Angle Poise Lamp in Birmingham? Big red lamp like that. It's about as high as two or three people. Well, I do vaguely remember that. Where we, was that where we met up once for a run? Yeah, we ran past it just after New York last right. year. But also, I, w- I ran past it the day before... I did Mastermind, Yeah. and I'd bought myself a T-shirt with a red angle poise lamp on it. It was deeply auspicious. Just descending now. I tell you what, autumn is descending, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Autumn bright. Still, I mean, it still is the season for topless skateboarding. Yeah. Yeah, and topless parties. Topless gigs, yeah. (laughs) Mick Artistic. (laughs) Check him out. Did he have his top off? (laughs) No, he didn't, no. No. He was looking at us rather quizzically. Because I think a guitar act stripping down to their pants is a very reasonable thing to happen. Yeah. I must say it was the first time I'd done that for a long time, but I wasn't that drunk at that point. Wasn't, I was interested. Wasn't that drunk at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Have you seen the advice on drinking seems to be constantly shifting? It's now they're now advocating that we don't drink for two days a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As some kind of panacea to all drink-related problems. And I've heard that starting and stopping is bad as well. But it's weird as well because it's like all these things. They're always... I don't want people to not drink like they do because there's lots of money to be made and they yes. don't look like killjoys. Yeah, well, well, so, well, well, this advice out in the last couple of days saying if you could stop two days a week, it'd be good for you. That's actually funded by the drinks industry. Yeah, 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 right. So there's a clue there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm no detective. Yeah. But they're trying to nudge you. <laughs> nudge you into not taking not having drink at home. They want you down the pub. Yeah. But you're still not boozing. No, no, it's been a while now. Good for you, mate. It's easier to lose weight. Like yeah, yeah, I'm massively easier. Yeah. I've lost about six pounds now. Yeah. It's down the back of the sofa, I think. <laughs> pounds. <laughs> yeah, because it's like pound coins. And you're feeling a bit different. Yeah. It might be interesting if you get the chance one day before the marathon to get hammered. No, to drink like a fish. To uh, the day before the marathon, you're saying I should drink three <laughs> bottles of red wine. No. All right. No, to do a, to do a park run without running to it. Yeah. Just as a speed tempo workout. Yeah, absolutely. Just as a little experiment. Well, I'm thinking that you know it's hard because this is a bit. I don't know if I'm going to make my. Um, 20 today and don't know what's going to happen in Dubai with the heat and the running machines but assuming I get to my um, 50 miles this week which I plan to and you know, a, I plan to psychologically but I've planned the runs in to get there as well no, but to be fair you almost have it you just got to you count in the week wrong just start on Saturday yeah I know you did 15 on Saturday but if you're doing that I love the way that you can look at a week at any point. Yeah, 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 totally. It's but great. At, at another level, it's great. I'm quite strict about Saturday night, so that right. it carries on like that. But um, assuming that I can do that and start um, getting the mileage, let's do the short version. Sure. Um, then what I want to do is just—it's a bit late to train for pace, but I want to get used to pace. Yeah, you know, just as a little exercise. If yeah. I'm doing the 10k on a running machine every day, I'm not going to be doing that at a at a kind of 12.1 kilometers yeah. per hour pace, i.e. kind of just just under eight minute miles. I'll start start slow and just gradually speed up, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to do that because it's just changing the absolute deep psychology. Of right. You know what I mean? I just don't run like that. If I start slow, I carry on slow. Fair enough. But one good way of boosting a weak mileage is doing one long run on a Sunday and then the next long run on a Saturday Yeah. in the same week. Yeah. And before you know it, you're in like... 60, 70 mile weeks. Yeah. And you feel psychologically. You've got to run them back to back as well, haven't you? I mean, same thing, same principle. Getting the miles up. I got invited to go for a run in Dubai. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. yeah. Could be interesting. Yeah, I'm into that. I don't know. Hopefully, the time difference will make it possible for me to be somewhere at half five in the morning for a run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know what they're saying. I've run early in Dubai before and thought, oh, it's nice and it's cooler. Yeah. And then the sun comes up and sweat your whole life. Could be a nice little uh, interesting tap into the social scene for more. Yeah. Because is there a few days off during the tour? Yeah, that's right. Right. And they, if they're doing that on Fridays, I've got two potential Fridays as well. Right. So this is Wednesday, dear listener. So 
if I don't do that this Friday, I might be doing it in nine days from now. Because they said... Got a, bit of a, got a bit of a traffic off here. Yeah. Oh, there, look at that, mate. What, oh. What's wrong? There's a traffic off. What's happening? Well. Trouble. Oh, yeah, look at this. Yeah, there's a traffic God, off. Oh, it's like die hard with a vengeance. People are out of the cars. This guy's going to turn around. I don't think you'll get through it. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just something's amiss. It's not that bad. Maybe it's broken oh, he's down. He's off. She's off. Look at this. Look at this. They're out of the car. They're having a row. Yeah, they're having a row. Yeah, he wants him to reverse all the way down there. And here he comes. Right, let's keep running. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> I had a little bit of a. Road rage moment yesterday, but I have. You'll like this. Yeah. I've forgiven the driver in question. Oh, Rob, that's so good. Oh, okay. I'm good. That's great. What happened? I was running. Yeah. And I was at Highway Corner. Yeah. And I was crossing the road at a place where there's an island. Right. I looked right, there's no cars. Yeah. I jogged off the pavement, kind of at a reasonable pace, into the middle of the road. Yeah. I prepared to stop because there was a car coming in off the roundabout. Right. The car bibbed, and the guy was waving his hands. I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. So I kind of went into the road a bit and stopped again. Yeah. And then he came past and he was saying, don't run at the road. Right. Don't run across in front of me. And I was like, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna. Yeah. And I said that. I said, check yourself. Yeah. I kind of hand gestured and he went up the road. I went, yeah. I was going to stop. <laughs> and there was like six people waiting to cross the road and they were all laughing. Um, you know, on my side, it was all quite jolly. Yeah. But I was just thinking, I thought, what an idiot. And then I thought about it. I thought, I drive. Yeah. If you're driving along and you suddenly see a big blue fella running towards nipping him. in on the right, yeah. then it's going to give you a fright. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, fair enough. You so took a moment a to see it from his point of view. I did, Paul. You did really well Thanks. There. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you. We're proud of Rob, aren't we, everyone? Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but the young guy who didn't see that I was waiting for the zebra crossing and then just drove past and gave me that look, looked me right in the eye and realised I was there, but was too cool to let any other expression pass across his face. Right. I haven't forgiven him. No. no. What an idiot! Can't forgive him. Boo, Rob. Boo. See it from his Boo. point of view. <laughs> so we're going up the hill. The kids are in the park there. Oh, yeah. Excellent. It's a little a, kid camp. It's a little mini Lord of the Flies. Yeah. You know these guys, we often see them in the little tiny tabards. Always uh, kid camp. I think a lot of, obviously it's the time of year, but... Also, a lot of new school term. They're tiny kids get a lot of great yeah. activities, aren't they? Tiny tots. There's rashes of tabards, rashes of hives in all the parks of North London. Yeah. Because school's back, but they haven't really started yet, sort yeah. of thing. My kids have both had their early mornings back this week. Right. God, yeah. they're in different orchestras, so some days... She has to go, other days she has to go, they've got to be there by quarter to eight. That is early, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They're cool. Bonnie's back from her, she was in Outlook in Croatia. Right. The festival, her summer of festivals. Yep. And now she's settling into a year's work before she goes to, to Asia. Yep. Can't wait. Love that. Laos, Vietnam. Yeah. Thailand. My uh, my friend went to Asia, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to say this. 
<laughs> I'm kind of clenching. Are you okay? Did cross the road there. So let's go left into the woods. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I get that code. Hey, if we're going to get biological, can I tell you, I am a convert to VAS. Vaseline. Love that stuff. Love that stuff. Yeah. That was wrong. I never realised you had a stance on it. Well, in the... Were you, were you anti... You long term, listen, someone somewhere is going to be thinking, Oh, yeah, Paul, back in the day. Yeah. You said put it everywhere. Rob said, I oh, didn't use the stuff. And, uh, and that would be true. But... Because the thing is... There's not different... Both mindsets fit together. Because I, I really do like to run in fairly body con stuff. Yes. Because it doesn't rub. Yeah. You know, it just sits where it is and stays where it is. And places that rub tend to be skin on skin Yeah. to keep this a high level conversation imagine the arm against the armpit yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. although I do get the thing that got me into it is my uh, the muscles just under my ribs chafe against the front of my top on right. long run yeah. I think because I sweat so it's salty and it's just long term gentle rub Generally come off with a chafe under the ribcage there. Anyway, slapped a bit of Vaseline over it. Didn't happen. And now if I'm running um, plus miles, anywhere that has ever rubbed, I put some Vaseline on, it doesn't rub. Very nice. It's so obvious. I'm sorry. It's it's just one of those... I mean, once you get into long-run territory, you definitely need to vas up, don't you? Yeah. The other thing I do... Get your plasters. Get your... Plasters on the nips. Yeah. You don't need much. I noticed the other day I didn't have any big knee plasters to kind of cover the whole area. But you just need a little finger plaster to cover the the, the bit that sticks up the most. I sometimes put plasters on my eyes just to liven it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. set off. And you look great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm off out. (laughs) You're that comedian, aren't you? The boy with tape on his eyes. (laughs) That's one thing I like about long distance running is how earthy it gets. All the vass and the sweat and the salt. You would like that, Thomas. Please put your clothes back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The primal nature of it. You just want me to squat down in the woods here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's lovely. Woo. It's impo- it's impolite, isn't it, in its purest form? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of an impolite way of expressing yourself, isn't it? It's really bodily, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sweating. And there's things about that I still don't like. I don't want to smell the other people. I like it. I love it. I don't like the roaring breathy. No. It's too real. It's too real, man. Animals. We are animals. And at this point, Rob breaks off to make his own animal smell. Next time on Running Commentary, hear Paul say... Had a nice chat with the, the dog walkers there. One, one, one dog only had three legs. And... Pants off, trousers down, top on. Hey, yeah. pants off is too far. Yeah. <laughs> then Rob say... It wasn't someone angrily chucking a wheelie bin at us. Running Commentary, boom! That's all next time on Running Commentary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.